From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, November 16th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Sam Randazzo, the chairman of Ohio's Public Utilities Commission, was the target of an FBI search warrant at his Columbus home this morning. Kevin Landers has the details. We don't know the specifics of what the FBI was looking for, and the reason is is because that search warrant is under seal. We do want to make clear that, to the best of our knowledge, Chairman Sam Randazzo is not under arrest at this hour. Now, a source close to the investigation says the search warrant of Randazzo's home is connected to the ongoing investigation involving the passage of House Bill 6. The U.S. Attorney for Ohio alleges the bill was passed using bribes by ex-Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder and four associates who used $60 million in first energy bribe money to secure the passage of that bill, which led to the bailout of the state's nuclear and coal power plants. Now, Randazzo, a longtime energy lawyer, has done consulting with First Energy subsidiary First Energy Solutions, which is now called Energy Harbor. Now, when I contacted the governor's office about the search warrant, the governor's office told me, Quote, we are aware of the search warrant. We are monitoring this as it progresses. From German Village, Kevin Landers. The Ohio Department of Health has issued an order further limiting mass gatherings at banquet halls in the state, which will go into effect at midnight. ONN's Dave James reports. The order, which does not apply to religious observances, says there's to be no socializing or activities in open congregate areas and no dancing. Guests must be seated at all times. Traditional wedding reception events such as first dance, toasts, tossing the bouquet, and cutting the cake are permitted. If serving food and beverages, guests must be served at their seats and no self-serve bars are permitted. Masks must be worn at all times except when eating or drinking, and no more than 10 people should be seated at a table, and those individuals must be from the same household. Dave James, I went in news. Governor Mike DeWine could issue an order this week for bars and restaurants to close in an effort to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Angela Ann has more with a bar owner in Columbus who says a tough time of year is coming regardless. With a possible shutdown this week, many are worried that this could put them out of business forever. George Stephanidis is the owner of the Red Brick Tap and Grill, and he says... My business is down like 60%. They had two patios, one in the front, one in the back. But with this cold weather coming up, it's hard to say will affect even more because a lot of people are still kind of scared to dine inside. I'm Angela Ann. Over the weekend, DeWine talked about the current COVID-19 situation in the state in general and hospitals in particular. Here's Brittany Bailey. Governor Mike DeWine was interviewed on CNN's State of the Union. Well, we're certainly not overwhelmed yet, but we monitor this every day. We have a good system in Ohio that we set up very early on, but we've already seen some of our major hospitals pull back in regard to some elective surgeries. So we don't like to see any any kind of health care delayed. So that's the early sign that there is certainly a, a problem. Governor DeWine also mentioned that once a vaccine is available, the state of Ohio will be ready to distribute it efficiently. I'm Brittany Bailey. President Donald Trump appears to be taking aim at Governor Mike DeWine, a longtime supporter of his. Tracy Townsend has more. The president tweeted today, who will be running for governor of the great state of Ohio will be hotly contested. Governor DeWine is one of few Republicans who have accepted the outcome of the presidential election. DeWine said last week, quote, Joe Biden is the president's elect. 
We did ask the governor's office for comment. We've not yet heard back, but as soon as we do, we will share that with you. I'm Tracy Townsend. Opponents of the death penalty in Ohio want lawmakers to ban capital punishment during the lame duck legislative session. ONN's Eric Brown reports. Democratic State Senator Nikki Antonio of Lakewood in northeastern Ohio is a sponsor of the legislation banning the death penalty and says that it has the support of some Senate Republicans. Antonio believes that a death penalty ban is the compassionate, pragmatic, and economically sensible thing to do. A spokesperson for Senate President Larry Obhoff says he supports a more limited ban on executing the severely mentally ill. Eric Brown, ONN News. High winds yesterday knocked out power across Ohio, with many people still waiting for the lights to come back on. A line of thunderstorms packing winds of at least 60 miles per hour crossed the state from late morning through mid-afternoon. At one point, more than 350,000 customers scattered all across parts of Ohio were without power. By late this morning, that was down to about 100,000, and by late afternoon, that number had decreased to just over 40,000. Two-thirds of those were in seven counties in northeast Ohio, from the Cleveland-Akron area to the Pennsylvania border. A Northeast Ohio father says he's living his worst nightmare as he mourns the death of his son who was killed in a military helicopter crash. Tracy Townsend reports. 35-year-old Staff Sergeant Kyle McKee was one of the five American soldiers killed when a helicopter crashed in Egypt last week. Kyle was from Leroy Township. It's east of Cleveland. His father Steve says their family is still in shock. Keep thinking that it's going to be a dream and you'll wake up and everything will be fine. That didn't happen. A French peacekeeper and Czech officer were also killed in the crash. The U.S. Army says the crash was caused by mechanical issues. I'm Tracy Townsend. And for the second time this month, there's promising news from a COVID-19 vaccine candidate. Moderna says today its vaccine appears to be 94.5% effective. That's according to preliminary data. Last week, Pfizer announced its prospective vaccine was up to 90% effective. The news puts both companies on track to seek permission within weeks for emergency use in the U.S. If the Food and Drug Administration allows emergency use, there will be limited rationed supplies before the end of the year. Nearly a quarter million Americans have died of the coronavirus this year. Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.